The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Welcome to Book Nook. I'm Ron Kincher with Muddy River News, and we have our good friend Victoria Dement with us. The Book Nook is brought to you by the Quincy Public Library. A few things we want to get to before we change roles here today. Yes. So what's going on at the library? So definitely, you know, we're slowing down a little bit for the holidays, right. giving you some time. Definitely come in and get that stash of books so you can read over the holidays and um, not feel like, oh, I should have picked out one more book. But if you do get through all your books, just remember you can always um, download books using our online digital resources. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the year, actually on the 31st, we will be having a vision board workshop. So come in, start your new year out with setting uh, good intentions and uh, help yourself focus on what's important this year and kind of get rid of all the noise. Um, at the beginning of the year, we have some fun stuff going on. We're starting our sustained success series. So, you know, we want you to not quit on your New Year's resolutions, right? right? We want to sustain that success. And part of that is a lot of people have physical activity as one of the things that they would like to right. take up in the mm-hmm. new year. <clears throat> and we are helping you with that a little bit by having a story walk inside the library. So as the cold months are cold, mm-hmm. you can come in the library and it's throughout the entire perimeter of the library, which actually measures to be one and a half miles. Are you serious? The entire perimeter. Wow, you, okay. Right, I know. I would not have guessed right. either. If, but if you walk the whole perimeter of all the sides of the building... Mm-hmm. Um, it's one and a half miles and throughout your walk, you can also read a short story that will be posted on the walls. So different parts of the short story will be printed out and you can read a little section, walk to the next section, read a little bit. So that's a really good idea. Yeah. So not only are you getting just a little bit of exercise, getting your blood pumping a little bit, but you're also hopefully participating in something you enjoy, like reading a short story and, um, but, and, and enriching your mind and Mm -hmm. you know there'll be different themes throughout the month so this will be going on for um i believe for the next at least two months if not three so january and february and the story will be changed every week so don't think you've already read the story Mm -hmm. it'll be changed and especially during black history that'll be fun we'll be doing we'll be highlighting different um african-american stories okay so those are some fun things that are coming up and then of course to start off the new year we have a fun Deck of Cards Making Challenge, partnering with the Mark Twain Casino. You do have to be 18 and older to attend the Canton Petition, but where you get to come to the library and make your own structure, house, <clears throat> all the things using cards. And if you win, you get a $50 gift certificate. And that is, wow. yeah, January, uh, Jan- yeah, January. January I can't believe I'm already saying that. January 5th at, um, I believe, 6 p.m. And all that information's on the website. QuincyLibrary.org. Okay, cool. Now, we're going to reverse roles, something you've been wanting to do. So, <laughs> Victoria's going to interview me yes. about the books I'm writing. So Yes, so I'm so excited. Thanks go. for inviting me, Ron. I'm a little scared, but let's go. No, don't be scared. I'm always scared. <laughs> um, but, of course, I think the classic question is, you know, what inspired you to start writing children's book? You know, what is your story? So, the bottom line is I quit my corporate job and uh, was looking for other jobs at the time. So I had a lot of downtime and my daughter-in-law suggested I should write stories like the ones I make up for my grandkids. So I kind of poo-pooed the idea. Um, And then um, one night I was grilling outside with my grandson was running around. He started stomping on all the anthills in the backyard and I got an idea 
for a story about writing a book from the ant's point of view. And so I did that. And then I got another idea about ants and another idea about ants and the trials and tribulations they would have. And it just, so I was just writing and then I mentioned it to one of my friends and I said, let me read them. So they, this gal read them and uh, she said, you need to show these to somebody else. So I did. And, uh, and then it got to the point where they really thought they were good. They said I should publish them. So I tried one and it was pretty well received. And then off we go. So I've got seven published right now. So that, that's kind of it in a nutshell. That's amazing. That's how it started, yeah. I think that's so exciting. Were you ever, at the beginning, um, you know, there's so many authors, and I just feel like mm-hmm. books are prolific in our world, thank goodness for creativity. Did you ever struggle with kind of imposter syndrome or feeling like, oh, there's there's already enough books out there, they don't need to hear my voice? Uh, I never thought about that, actually. Um that's I just great. thought I just thought I just thought I'd give it a try. And the one thing I definitely wanted to do is make my books unique in how they're illustrated. And I had read, you know, for four or five years a consistent amount of children's books to my grandchildren. Right. And I was frustrated by some of the stuff I was reading. So that gave me, I guess, inspiration. That might be a little bit too strong of a word, but it gave me an idea how I wanted the books to look because I hated books with text on dark backgrounds. Um, things like that. Um, I, I hated the cookie cutter books and I'm going to use Berenstain Bears, for example, you know, they always go to the circus. They always learn how to use the restroom. Yep. They always go to the mall. So I wanted to, and yes, they had meaning behind them. So I wanted to try a different Avenue to get some of those meanings across. Um, so that was something that was really important. And also the layout of my books, I wanted to be very different. So that, that was the challenge. I wasn't, it was kind of a lark just to do it, um, just to see if I could do it for one. And then, now I'm kind of got to the point where I'm getting really re- good reviews and I'm kind of over the, I'm almost to the hump to get over the hump that I'm taking this pretty seriously and see what I can do with it. That's so exciting. So what was the most surprising challenge in the process of writing a book and publishing a book? All the stuff I didn't know because I had, <laughs> um, right. and that, that's a long laundry list because I literally knew nothing. Um, I had to hire an illustrator. Um, right. Everything in that book, every color is a decision. Every, if you look at a page of a children's book, every item in that page is a separate illustration. And that was an extreme challenge uh, to me. I just thought, I don't know what I thought, but I got a call one time and say, what color do you want the bricks to the patio? And I'm like, I literally said, they're bricks, but Ron, we have other colors in there. We want to make sure the colors are different than the colors of the characters. And you start running out of colors. Um, the uh, marketing aspect, uh, the Amazon aspect, um, the legal aspect and contracts with your illustrators. I mean, that stuff, the, uh, I'm, that stuff I had not, I've never done before telling an illustrator who's done other children's books, what you want in your children's book, although you've never produced a children's book. That's a unique experience because they're, they've done it. I haven't, but I'm their boss. Um, (laughs) just little things like that. And there's still, um, the number of scammers that are out there with publishing houses that I was not aware of. Oh, uh, wow. The amount, yeah, the amount of money some people wanted to charge for marketing expertise, you know, stuff like that. It, it's that aspect was really scary to me because I, I, it's a whole new industry that I haven't touched before. So I didn't have any quote unquote friends I could ask. So, right. Um, so that, that part, I've learned so much in the year and a half I've been doing this that, 
uh, and I made some really good friends now, um, mentors, so to speak, that I can go to to say, hey, does this sound right? And I'll say, no, that doesn't sound right. You need to find something else. Uh, but the marketing aspect is the hardest part because my, I learned about a year ago, my customers don't have any money. I mean, if I, I I'll <laughs> go to they're, a school. Because they're children? They're children. <laughs> so I'll go to a school and all the kids love my books, but it's not like they can go on and order them. Right. So that's a challenge. I need to get in front of adults also yes. and finding that. Do you hope to get in front of adults maybe by sharing some of the things you've learned for uh, maybe a new author? Yes, I've done that through, you know, the various Kiwanis clubs and exchange clubs, but they only, some of those clubs only watch you back every two years. So that limits the marketing aspect of it. Um, And I, it's a unique story and I do like telling the story, but getting in front of those people is difficult because there's a limited amount of places in town or in the area that will give that needs speakers. Right. So that's yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah. So definitely lots of challenges, lots of yes. lots of learning opportunities. Yes. It sounds like. Yeah. Um I have a kind of a weird question. So as I was looking through some of your books, I noticed that some of your books are really fully colored in their illustrations. Yes. And some of them have some more muted aspects or even um, characters who are in color and their background is more muted or grayscale. That is very observant. So that's definitely something different in children's books. Right. As I've read a lot of children's books being a nanny. So can you explain kind of some of your process with that? um, yeah, so are you talking uh, the ant books, the uh, Baker's Patio series? That is a definite, uh, specific thing we wanted to do, and I based it on the music video by Aha, Take on Me. So, oh I've, my uh, gosh, that's so awesome! I, I always enjoyed that video; thought it was very unique. So, our layout is kind of stolen from that, where anything that is spoken about in the book is color, and then all the background is that grayscaley, sketchy type art. Uh, very cool. It's very observant. So that's what we did, and there's some books where. We add color as the book goes along, depending on what the, the theme or the topic of the book is, like the Sultan. Yes. There's more color added throughout as they recognize their surroundings. Um, and then I think it's cool to have uh, uh, it, just a spot of color in the background of something that we just added on a whim. Like in the monster, there's uh, uh, the road and the houses in the background are all dark, but the ducks crossing the yeah. road are color. So... That was a, we just want, one, I wanted to be unique in what I was doing so I would stand out. And two, I just love that video. And I thought it'd be a really cool way to illustrate a book. And I, I think, I, I really like how it turned out. Whether other yeah. people did or not, I, you know, that's, it's my book. I created it. Exactly. So. You have to, you have to be the one who's most satisfied yeah, I mean, with it yeah, I, I mean, Yeah, so that's why no, we did and it. And that's that why way. I wanted to ask you because I was, I was looking through them and I was like, this is really unique and definitely something... That's not always seen in children's yeah, books. Yeah, it was intentional, yeah. And so <clears throat> I know your daughter-in-law encouraged you to write these stories yeah. because she loved hearing you tell stories. Were you, are you, have you ever been interested in writing more chapter-style books or I, young adult or adult fiction? I haven't done that. Uh, the only thing similar to that that I did is the publishing house I joined uh, did an anthology book, and I, and I was new to the publishing house, so I thought, okay, I'll contribute since I'm new, so... Uh, it's a book called Fragments of Us, and it's the theme behind all the stories is the caldera on Yellowstone Park explodes, and the western part of the United States has no power. Oh, wow. And then that was what we were supposed to write about and come up with a story. So I contributed to that, but that's it. And um, <laughs> that was a unique experience because I started writing and writing and writing, and I reached out. So how many words do you want? Oh, around 7,000, 10,000. So I got almost done with my story, and I 
I had 3,000 words. I thought I wrote tons of words. And it was like, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I said, hey, I'm going to write till I'm done. I said, that's fine. Just send it when you're done. But um, that was a different experience. But, like, as far as, you know, young adult books and stuff like that, I, that, that, I get asked that a lot, and it hasn't crossed my mind. I don't know. I have the patience for that. That's one good thing about children's books is I can kind of build them in my head and write them, and I'm done. Um, but we'll – I'm not – I mean, I haven't ruled it out, but we'll see. I'm still getting ideas. I just wrote another – Baker's Patio book Saturday. So, oh my goodness, I mean, really? You just keep getting ideas. Yeah, people That's come amazing. up and uh, it's just you'll be we'll have a conversation. And I had somebody say, I'd love just joking around. It'd be cool if I was a character in your book. I'd like to date Prince Andrew. And I sat there thinking about it. It's like, okay, I have an idea now that Prince Andrew would date a ladybug. And I don't know where to go with it. I mean, I could go a lot of different ways right. with it because they're different insects. So I could have an inter insect relationship or. Just have a, so I don't know where to go. So it's just right. stuff like that that keeps coming to my head to write. Do you find yourself um, just throughout the day literally having your creativity run frequently? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it does. It just, I mean, some days, it's, some days, I, I was talking to a, a classroom the other day and they say, how, how, how many hours a day do you write? And I go, I, I don't do it that way. And <laughs> right. they said, do you ever get writer's block? And I said, well, if I don't have anything to write, I don't write. And usually something pops up. I mean, if I never write another book, I, I'm okay. But right. I have five grandchildren, and so I'm unlimited with it, with ideas because they're always saying yes. something silly. Yeah, the, there is no inhibition in children. No, and that's, <laughs> that's the great part about it is their imagination. Uh, they have a clean slate. From yes. the day they were born, they have a clean slate. So th they'll say from their viewpoint, anything. And as a grandparent, I'm not stressed where, where am I going to get my next meal or how am I going to pay the bills or, you know, I got to get my kid to bed or I got to get him signed up for soccer. I don't have all that anymore. And I can just sit back and enjoy that creativity, the way they play and um, the way they talk and just the unique conversations that they have, you know, just the way they see things is so, so different and so enjoyable as, as a grandparent, you'll get there. Someday. And how exciting that you get to um, kind of take note of that and then really uh, mem like put that in memory for your grandkids mm -hmm. as they get older. And you yep. can say to them like, hey, this was something you imagined when you were yeah. three or four or five. That's really mm -hmm. exciting. And yeah. that's amazing that you have that opportunity. Time for one more question if you got any more. Well, I guess let's do kind of the housekeeping stuff. So how many series or oh. for lack of a better term, how many series do you have? I have like two. Like different kinds? Two. I have the Baker's Patio series, which is about the ants. And then right. I have another one called the Papa Tell Me a Book series which is also the name of my company papa tell me a book and it's the grandpa putting a grandson down for a nap and a little boy falls asleep and dreams the rest of the story that the grandpa right. started telling so and then you have a couple two. kind of singular like the monster and the sultan would you say that those are they're in the baker's patio they're in the series. Baker's, okay i wasn't sure if they were or not yes and then um fun best part where can we find your books um you have some at the library we do have some of the library. Uh, then County Market and the Quincy, the two Quincy locations have my books, so they're available there. You can get them on Amazon um, and my website, papatellmeabook.com. So if people were listening to this were like, wow, I would really love to have a local author come and read some children's books to my classroom mm -hmm. or my group or whatever, how can they get in contact with you? Oh, boy. Uh, go to my website, papatellmeabook.com, and my email address should be on there. Or Facebook would probably be the best bet. Awesome. Under my name. And, and then my very last question, and I'll be quick. What do you hope um, your books, what impact they will leave on this world? On this world? First, or this community or however goal, you want to put that. First goal is I want to break even financially. That's yes. first and foremost. And God, that's a good one. Um, 
I just, if I can make, this is so corny, but I just make kids smile. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, um, I, I had the experience the other day where a kid was scared to come see me because I was an author and he's got my books. And I was just like, Oh my, that's so, I'm just me. Come yeah. on up. So, um, that's awesome. Just see it. I mean, having a kid get your book and read it and smile is just, and give you hugs and stuff like that's really cool. So yeah, I, I, breaking even. And then when I love to go to libraries across the country, yeah, am I going to get there? Probably not. But hey, just have fun with it. Maybe come to that vision board workshop and manifest that. <laughs> Very much so. And that is Book Nook. That is Book Nook. Thank right. you for having me. It's been fun. And you're here to hear, folks, his books make children smile. Yeah. Definitely want to get them. Well, thank you so much. That's Victoria DeMent from the Quincy Public Library. I'm Ron Kincher from Muddy River News. This is brought to you by the Quincy Public Library. They got some stuff early January, right? So make yes. sure you check their website. They've got uh, an event where you can build your own playing card houses. Yes. And also walk around, get some exercise, and, uh, and read some short stories at yes. the same time. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Muddy River News. Our home. Our news.